Dungeon Doomhands Let's Talk as ready Lore, as gonna be. a podcast. All right, and we're definitely live. This should be a fun one. Hello. Yeah, Hello. Hey, welcome um, back to Let's Talk Lore. Um, let's see, what number is this one, Chris? This is... This will be Nine. 10. Yeah, remember we started doing Ten. three, because we're yep. going to do the one NPC at the end. Um, yep. And we'll do an NPC from Trigard, because this time... Um, our focus on our world building topics are going to be uh, based around world building and building a city. So in our campaign that we are homebrewing, slowly but surely growing this campaign that's playable, by the way, it's pretty cool. We have a town, or actually it's rather a city, most advanced city in um, our little world that we have. It's known as Trigar. That's it. That's all we have. That that's literally it. There are some uh, themes to it, but that's that's basically it. So I feel like growing this well, city in front of people will be pretty cool. Well, there are some story hooks in the campaign that draw to Trigar, so we have some framework to work with. Uh, yeah, well, but I mean, not much. I like to sometimes just drop a little little things that could interest people to go places as I slowly as the DM you're slowly building you know you want a, a little hooks to yeah. pull people in yeah. but there's no real I don't know if there's a real draw there yet there's no there's no real person to go see I don't think but we just know that it's the most advanced oh the one the one the one dwarf that we ran in the uh, in the underground underground so I feel like I'm gonna write down dwarves um, the dwarf was uh, having a debate with a, a sky dwarf about the world being flat. But that has nothing to do with yes. Trigard. Uh, although it could have potential to do with Trigard and the fact that maybe it's just that Trigard's full of dwarves. Be, well, dwarves are going to be a, a heavy heavy population there. The NPC we built last time was a dwarf from Trigard. Yes, indeed. That fits well. Yeah. I think, so... Trigard. We, we wanted to start talking about like who lives in Trigard, the people of Trigard. Let's pull up the map. So, okay, I, I created this map um, using Wonderdraft, which is an awesome app for this stuff. So, I started out building this campaign. We started in the forest. We went to the desert. I'm just putting my mouse over it, but you can't see it. Um, I just realized. I'll just zoom in here. Um, Trigard is going to be this large city and I gotta zoom way in it's labeled there right next to the mountains and Trigard is called Trigard um, simply because the people there are guarding what they have from the sea from the sky and from the mountains now I had planned that the mountains would be some type of have some some sort of quests when you get there um, but I don't really know exactly exactly how to get there that's, but that's that's a that's a dungeon master's um, goal uh, is to have all these all these quests and these side quests that you that you eventually work out but I just wanted to point something out on the map Trigard and I had I did I did want Trigard and, and the dwarves are nice to have have in there I wanted Tri Trigard to have a relationship to, to sort of be the not necessarily a a access point well no it is an access point but not like a physical access point but more of like the 
portal, the, the technological portal to the Underdark. So when you okay. see here the, the, on the map of the Underdark, um, I've laid out that there are there's the upper dark, middle dark, and lower dark. Now these are going to change. My maps always change when I when I use this wonder draft thing. It's it's quite awesome. Um, but you'll notice that the shape of the underdark sort of resembles the shape of of the area above. So the upper dark where we're at, right underneath this mountain plain. I've already put some Triguard equipment that's been used to travel down. So they, they do what we know so far is the place is called Triguard. For whatever reason, they are guarding themselves from the sea, and that's going to be because of the Kraken. But now, whether or not the people know that the Kraken is dead, that's we'll, we'll figure that out when we get there. They're guarding themselves from the sky, which has something to do with the Sky Dwarfs and also from the mountain. So there's some sort of something in the mountain that they're afraid of. But they're not afraid of the of underneath. They're not afraid of the underdark. And I think that they're going to you're going to find that they get their wealth from the ground, from their trade port to the ground. So I think that the people above um, a lot of people on the upper level, I guess, what do you call it? If you call it the Underdark, what would the Underdark... The Material Plane. The Material Plane. The people on the Material Plane, whether or not they... They might not even know about the Underdark, but the people in on the Material Plane will probably view um, Trigard as some sort of mass trade port, which is why it's so mm -hmm. rich and technologically advanced. And they probably just think it's because of the ships and stuff. And maybe some of them know about the sky. But actually, another another point, Trigard collects trades from the sea, from the sky, from the ground. So mm -hmm. that's why it's so technologically advanced, which is cool. But that's all, I mean, that's the lore behind it. Now, I don't know, I think there's no like mayor or king we've set up or anything like that. Um, no, but... Putting that idea is a great way to think about what the city is going to be doing. Like, how the city is going to be functioning. Yeah. Like, well, what do you mean, like... Well, if, if the city is going to be a main freight hub for, like, the entire material plane and connecting down to the Underdark and up to the sky. and So there's going to be a lot of trade through there so a lot of um, transportation and uh, large hauling and storage facilities and businesses associated with it so think of any major like port city in our world but just scaled up I'd like to think of like of, to get a visual on this from like our sci-fi movies like I'm thinking like I love uh, New Hope. The bar, where's that bar in, in New Hope? You know, the the sand uh, in Star Wars, the sand level where they had all the all the bars. I forgot the name of it. Um, everyone's gonna hate that I don't know the name. Uh, and then you have the the advanced technological city in like the prequels. But I would I would imagine it's gonna be like advanced technological city as as advanced as you can get. When I say technology, I mean like there's going to be a bunch of Warforged. We've already, we've sort of had a little conversation about how I feel like the Warforged people are going to be from there. 
developed there. Now you guys had you guys had previously flown a ship in the campaign through the air and got attacked by sky pirates who happened to be warforged, yep. skull seeking sky pirates, which is awesome. Yep. I think those those might be from so there's a there's a hook there. Who who sent those guys to you? It might you, you guys might find out. Um, we write sky pirates down because that's that's cool. But in terms of like, yeah, I think you're right. I think that's cool. I think like cool. a lot of happy and and with um, that talking about the the Warforged and Sky Pirates, and also the history of that town is they're guarding themselves from all these different places. So in my mind, thinks of that. I think of they're very protected. Like they're making sure that this trade is a secure place to buy and sell your wares and transport goods from those different places so maybe the entrance to it like you have a big wall around the city maybe it's a very militaristic encampment of you have to go through heavy security to get through and there's a lot of um, security around throughout the entire place and through the transport I was thinking the Underdark uh, and, uh, the more I read about the Underdark you know, traveling from I do want you guys to eventually go or at least have the opportunity to travel from the upper dark to the middle dark to the lower dark and the more i read about that yeah you can you can try to walk it some of them say it's like four four, from the material plane downward it would be like four to four to whatever miles and then you have another 10 miles to to the or like another seven miles and then there's like a, a ridiculously long because uh, and you also have to realize that the further you go down there or and the closer you get the time and space sort of separate you you eventually yeah. reality sort of gets weird stuff starts to happen yeah which is why that easter egg well, is on that map but i was what i'm trying to say is when i was reading this like how do you transport without having like you know you're going four miles through the through the underdark and that's just four miles that's not even gonna get you anywhere you're gonna run you're gonna have a lot of encounters so i, I would imagine you're gonna have like three or three sessions of just traveling with these weird encounters that are gonna be really cool there's gonna be people hunting weird people lost people crazy people you guys might just get lost it might be longer um i think that portals and i read that too portals is a big um way of traveling well, you already introduced that into the right. into the underdark anyway. And I had and I had the idea that the gnomes were not as well. They 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 gnomes and dwarfs and were sort of overlapped in in their technologies. Putting them together, both of them together, made for a good a good portal. Something of each party brought together down there makes for a good portal but to be able well, to discern which one's gnome and which one's dwarf because if you go to a portal that's just a dwarf it might zap you somewhere else mm-hmm. so that's I, I always wanted to have that type of trick in there and um, I hope you were able to play that without, <laughs> without ruining for everyone um, but well, I'm a satyr so I'm, that's the matter where I'm going into Perhaps these portals are made in Trigard, and somehow. Well, my my thought is, like, if the dwarves 
contacted some society in the Underdark, so maybe there are some gnomes or uh, deep gnomes who lived in the Underdark underneath where Trigard is. And so, like, their interaction is, you know, the deep gnomes are have a city in the upper, in the upper dark, directly below Trigar, and it's their uh, interaction between the two of them that you see that uh, intermix of technology and uh, cooperation between them to make sort it worse. Yeah. Like the dwarves work better in the uh, interior plane, deep numbs better down there, better contacts. They don't, and... they, they don't like each other, though. They don't, yeah. you know, but yeah. they have to work together because yeah. of Think of like need water. It, the dwarves need their technology, or the dwarf needs their need their like crystal or something like that to protect for from, their technology from the kraken because the kraken they, they, in the they, sea, you know. Yeah. Well, they they found the the uh, crystals from the gnome area powers their technology and like supercharges it. Yeah. And they're very militaristic up there for all the security, so they need all of the crystal because they're constantly depleting it. Yep. And they're and they're they're threat from the kraken and they're threat from above, whatever is above, which is just um, the sky. The sky dwarves they can maybe have a dispute with the sky dwarves. Well, the sky the sky dwarves. The sky dwarves. I had a I had a idea that the elephant uh, the elephants. Mm. from the sky and the elephants and these and the sky dwarfs this is, now this is going off topic but oh no it, I it works bring, i wanted to bring the, the topic of the world is round versus flat into the game <laughs> we're gonna i'm gonna force that topic one way or another um but the sky dwarfs feel one way and the elephants uh, feel another way, and there's a big war, almost a war break breaking out. I feel like the Sky Dwarfs will be some sort of descendants from Trigard, perhaps the well, relationship between the gnomes gaming the portals allowed them to transport up. I have no idea. Or the technology that we just gave uh, what's his name? Naglin? Naglin made that transmission up from where we are now to Trigard to allow them to have skyships and fly up into the clouds. There's your... Oh, wow. Okay, so for those of you who don't know and haven't been following along in the in the story on, uh, on uh, YouTube, um, the boys in the... Actually, it's on YouTube. The guys uh, were traveling on a boat, and I just rolled a random dice for random encounter from this like cool table I just found online. And one of the one of the random uh, encounters was the boat crashes into a wall that is painted like the sea, just like the Truman Show, and a door opens mm-hmm. up. And it was so cool. That's where we ended. So it gave me a bunch of time to like figure out how to do a dungeon. So I had a big dungeon. It was really cool. It was two sessions long. And at the very end, I had to find a blueprint for a map to make a spaceship, some sort of flying ship. Yeah. Um, I wanted it to be a spaceship so they could go to a moon because I yeah. felt like I feel like the mind flares are sort of aliens from they might, they might have settled on the moon before coming there. Anyway, um, they just went back in time. Now we're talking like 30 sessions later. 
maybe not 30 sessions. It's more like 15 sessions. And it, they went back in time on a time heist and handed someone these blueprints, which is really cool. Good idea, Chris. That's, I'm impressed. You know what? If we were playing, I'd give you one cool point. But I will happily take inspiration. <laughs> uh, what, where are we? Uh, right. No, no inspiration for you. You know what? I'll give you inspiration. That was good. That was a good no. one. That was a good one. Um, okay, so and then I feel like I think you're right. The city is a massive city. It's protected because it has all this wealth, and and, and the wealth is is not just like the material stuff, but it's also just the knowledge from what they've gathered deep down from under the ground. They're gathering knowledge from up from up in the sky, um, but also from the sea. And I feel like yeah. the threat from the sea isn't just felt from the crack and coming, but it's also the people that come from the sea that are trying to hide. So I feel like there's going to be mm-hmm. some pixies, some sort of... Well, you're going to have some and, refugees yeah. through there from all the places. Some, yeah, there's going to be a lot of... Yeah, there's, there's certainly is going to be a lot of... So there's going to be a lot of ties. A lot, I think a good way to run this might be when we get there is to maybe have an NPC built out for each of these locations. But that doesn't mean you necessarily have to build out each location, which you could. But just be prepared to, to do it. I like to be on the, I like to be fifty percent prepared. I'm learning that twenty five percent is probably better. Or, or zero, you know. Well, we're we're still in the uh, the infancy of building out Trigar. We yes. we know what kind of city it is. I just took us on a random ass rabbit hole. Oh. To explain Sky Dwarves. Trigard is a city. But, the thing that I was reading online today, it said, one of the things you want to do is, what's the city's purpose? The city's purpose is to gather. It's a trade hub. Yes, gather wealth and trade. And it's knowledge. I think it's knowledge. So there's got to be a lot of science and shit in there, too. So a massive library. Yes, library's got to so be. So think of... Candle keep, like that size of that library is built into the massive yes. underground complex that is Trigar. And I feel like the trading of knowledge is huge. Mm-hmm. Trading of knowledge would be yeah. uh, knowledge is valuable. So, like what what the gnomes get from above isn't just you know water to, and sustenance but it's also knowledge that couldn't be obtained anywhere else so maybe their buildings down there will resemble something a little bit more put together than the other places now i've separated that triguard area from the, the mushroom forest and the and the dark nightmare area <laughs> the crystal plane i don't know if those people are going to know that Trigard, deep gnome people even exist either. I have no idea. I, I'm certain that underdark people, some some places of the underdark are not going to know of, of each other. But um, perhaps the deep gnomes will know more because of Trigard. But this is about Trigard, so Trigard will also pause. Know pause one moment. About it. Yeah, sure. Unpause. I think so. We got the purpose. It's a big trade hub. 
it's going to have a bunch of different it's going to have the main the main city dwellers will be dwarves there's going to be a high there's got to be a hierarchy uh, well, I, th- I think you have dwarves and warforged as like the main, yeah. um, the main grouping of people of the city, like the inhabitants. But you're also going to have a number of people from the sea, like you said. You're going to have deep gnomes. Yes. You're probably going to have some loxodon yes. in there. And then there's probably going to be some mysterious mountain people. Uh, maybe- I was thinking. What about yetis? Yetis up in the mountains. So I have. I was wondering what the what the mountain what that'll be. Because <laughs> you have dragons elsewhere. You yeah. can have, you can have the mountains be wild. Yeah, like giants too. Yeah, um, it's like yeah, frozen tundra. Oh yeah, they could be craziness. It's gonna be awesome. Um, but the mountains are also up on a slope, so I had a big. Well, it's gonna be really yeah, he, really cool. You know how your reality is, gets warped in special areas, right? No, how like? Oh, oh, I know. Think of think of the reason why they protect themselves from the mountains. The mountains are some crazy unknown area. Think of in that short area on the map that looks like the mountains. If you walk it, it can stretch for years. Oh yeah. So you enter it and you may get lost in there forever. So sort of like the uh, the forest we had. So that I just pulled up the map again. So sort of like the um, Artemisian forest where you went on and you could get lost. Maybe this one's a little bit more. It could be more magically messed up and right. Cause... not not just feel like a, a, a maze or a labyrinth, but like if you stretch out what that arctic area is it's maybe say 500 miles and on the map it's compressed down into five yeah. but when you enter it it's still 500 and also another another good idea is um well not another good idea but just another, another layer to that um there are when i did the artemisian forest you could go you know i'd, I'd roll a random dice each, each time you went through it was just a big dungeon as mm-hmm. i said before and when you got to the end of the section i rolled a dice and it either was a, a straight uh, dungeon with mm-hmm. some sort of interaction or a cross, so you, can, yeah. you know, or sometimes a left or right or whatever. Um, maybe this time you add a vertical. That makes it mm. more Random. maze. So yeah, maybe it's, a, yeah. it's like a massive maze. That's great. Up, up and down. Yeah. Get deep crevasses. Uh, so so far in our Trigard, we talked about everything. <laughs> other <laughs> Trigard. We're helping Pull define it. what Trigar is. Right. And this is what happens. So, well, we're defining who's going to be in there. So, yeah. To wrap up this first section, Trigard is massive. It's got a lot of uh, trade ports, trading up, down, left, right. It's trading everywhere, from everywhere, and it's probably uh, it's probably going to be oh. some uh, like a social hub. It might this might be essentially a hub for a lot of what's going on in the world. Because it I should don't, be. I can't imagine that there's going to be a place that's more. Yes, it's going to be dangerous because you're going to have people trying to. There's going to be a hierarchy of poor and rich and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be a place where every everyone. There's a lot of crossings. There's going to be a lot of hooks. There should be some some cool encounters built in there. But that's that's for the next next session or maybe the section after. It's going to be awesome. So that's going to wrap up the first uh, session. So Trigard, 
massive trade area. A um, lot of hooks going into the ground, to the sea, and to the sky. Filled with dwarves, warforged, a bunch of sea people, deep gnomes, Loxodon, wealth Mortal of knowledge. Raiders. Yeah, wealth of knowledge. Knowledge is a huge one. Alright, we'll be back in um, five, ten, maybe, less than, uh, to talk about buildings and stuff.